Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy hump day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And, um, you know, we've got more Britney news. In fact, we have even more than we expected. Uh, coming at us hot and fresh today. Bradley, where do you want to get started? Well, let's, you know, every time we try to figure out what's going on with that Britney Spears, we got to do some... Uh, Cobra ganging? Cobra ganging. Can we, uh, Whenever yeah, there's let's trouble, do it. we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra gang. This is the story really that just keeps on giving. Um, And today I was uh, set to share with you this morning a bunch of information that developed overnight and yesterday about uh, her father, Jamie Spears, and the restraining order that had been filed against him and possible charges. Yes. And then uh, I wanted to tell you some more stuff about the conservatorship that I learned But before we get to any of that, and we will, we need to talk about uh, the more pressing news, which is that Britney Spears, according to TMZ anyway, the the first to report this story, that she is expected in court today for a, quote, fireworks show. Now, TMZ, you got to take it for what it's worth. And what it's worth generally is somebody is feeding them a line. and, And who exactly in this case is feeding the lines to whom? Remains to be seen. Maybe we can parse a little bit about a little bit of it out. But let me give you the details as we know them, and you tell me what you think. Yeah. So, according to TMZ, sources with direct knowledge say that Lynn Spears, that's her mother, mom, uh, is going to ask the judge to terminate her father as conservator. Yes. That's a big deal. Her father has temporarily pulled back from the conservatorship until January because of, quote, health problems. And uh, her current care man or her previously current care manager, Jody Montgomery, is the temporary conservator. Don't worry about that. However, Jamie allegedly or uh, Lynn rather will try to boot Jamie from the role of conservator. Uh, and we're told that Lynn thinks we're told, meaning TMZ was told that Lynn thinks Jamie is no longer fit to continue in that role. Um, this is big, but I I do just want to take a step back and consider all the angles of this, meaning not just immediately go to our conspiracy, which is easy to do, right? I'm going to kind of take a devil's advocate turn on this. What if it is simply that he truly is in poor health and she wants to look out for the future of the conservatorship because he is not in uh, he is not of sound mind and body. So to that, I would say, sure. And I want to give you some more information that might help you shed light on your thoughts. Perfect. However, 
If that were the case, why is this Jody Montgomery person in charge? Exactly. I mean, I, again, and why wouldn't he just remove himself? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, listen, I, I'm. I think we all should be asking a lot of questions about what this actually means. So there's a critical piece of evidence allegedly that's expected to be unveiled during um, the hearing, which I don't know when this is going to happen. They're on the West Coast, so I would assume throughout our show at yeah. some point we'll monitor the news reports and feel free to be our own um, crack report team because we don't have anybody doing that to check social media and let us know if you see anything. Um, The critical piece of evidence is going to be, guess what? That report by the court appointed evaluator who has spent months digging around and trying to find information on the kinds of care and how this conservatorship has uh, been playing out. For Britney. Okay, well, this is huge, too, because remember, there are so many odd pieces to this story that really to even draw a timeline of it is difficult. But remember, this was a few months ago They uh, when they went in to kind of try to re-up the conservatorship. And this is when we started to see Jamie Spears start to ask for the conservatorship to be extended to other states. The court said, listen, we're going to, in order to reevaluate this, we're going to appoint a neutral party to mm-hmm. take a look at the, this is all very like due process, right? Check the conservatorship, make sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Make sure that the need for it is still relevant. And we just learned about two weeks ago that the doctor mm-hmm. who had been treating her, not, this is not a court appointed person. This is the, the person who they had hired to treat Britney Spears died under very mysterious circumstances, according to me. Yeah, I was going to say the mysterious part is <laughs> allegedly added by you, however, understood. Because what they, they, they don't have an official reason for his death, but he was 47, 47, 48. 48 and he died, uh, they, they heard, or at least the tabloids reported that they had heard from a source that it was of an aneurysm. Yeah. So it was something very quick and something unexpected. And so he, that doctor is no longer available to answer any questions about any record keeping, any treatment beyond what what is maybe written in yeah, a record. The guy that's in charge of uh, her care is dead. Is gone. So that potentially could make the judge's job harder in deciding whether or not. So what it will be interesting and what we need to look for is to see what is being asked in this hearing. Does Jamie Sp- or uh, Lynn Spears rather? Ask for Jamie to be booted from the conservatorship. Also, there's some good news for Jamie and some bad news for Jamie. And this works in some of the other elements that we were going to start the show with. So Mm -hmm. let me break this down for you. And um, to TMZ's credit, they also were paying attention to these uh, bits and pieces, which makes me I'm a little more trustworthy of what they're saying. I just don't know who's telling them to say it. Right. See what I'm saying? Yes, Absolutely. Like I take. The wor- take them at their word, but I don't know whose words th- those those are coming from, or whose mouth yeah. those words are coming from. Yeah. So the good news for Jamie is that uh, the news yesterday was the DA has decided not to bring charges against Jamie Spears after that alleged assault on Brittany's son, her oldest son, where he was alleged to have violently shook the child. Um, like last week or the week before. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that was important because that was sort of the oh, precipitating, that August, sorry that, but the, but that all was the precipitating uh, factor that led to a revision of their custody agreement. Hers with Kevin Federline mm-hmm. going from a 50, 50 to a 70 on the part of Kevin Federline and a 30 on the part of Britney Spears. And then that 
led to Jamie Spears stepping down as the conservator. Yeah. And then appointing Jody Montgomery, who had been working in that capacity alongside Jamie Spears for years. Absolutely. So that's kind of so that is the first. So point. that's good news. That's that good, good news, news for Jamie Spears. That mm-hmm. when if if Lynn Spears is like, hey, I don't think this guy is fit. Um, well, he can be like, well, I didn't get charged with anything. It was just a t- terrible misunderstanding. Yep. But, however, there is bad news. And the bad news is he is still under that restraining order. And that restraining order prohibits him from being around her two kids. And, you know, I don't know if you know this, but like um, if you're trying to run a mother's life and you can't be around her kids, that seems problematic. Yeah, makes it a little bit difficult. When he's not allowed it? to be in physical contact. Now, she only has custody of her children, allegedly, or in uh on paper, 30% yeah, for thirty percent of the time. There's also. Uh, did you want to say something no. about that? Mm-mm. There's also some more bad news. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about this um, hearing that's supposed to take place today, which we didn't know about until this morning. That Britney's going to be in court regarding her conservatorship. The other bad news for her dad in maintaining control over her life, essentially, and all the aspects of her life, is that. Um, TMZ says they were told that Britney is still furious with him over this confrontation with her son, Sean, uh, wherein he allegedly laid his hands on him. And the sources that are squawking to TMZ say that Britney hasn't even spoken to him since that incident and that there is a strong likelihood, their words, that Britney is going to show up in court to support her mom. Um, who we know has gotten close. They've gotten close to each other over the last year yeah absolutely because we you know we've seen that on our instagram here i have a couple things i also am curious about and i don't know if the tmz article has any opinions on this but i do wonder if kevin Federline will be uh present in court today because i think he also offers a perspective as the father of her children who kind of started this ball rolling frankly and this, like, without going too deep, I was over checking out our blind items for the day, and there's a blind item about Kevin Federline and um, all this craziness, and it was hard for me to piece together what was really being said or going on, but it alluded to the fact that, like, he's, it's my impression I could be totally wrong, and I'll go check, and maybe we'll talk about it during our blind item segment or later in the show, but my impression is, as long as you give him the money that he wants, he is not going to stand in the way of of Jamie being conservator as long as he gets what, what he, he thinks needs. is his due which i mean i don't know that that's particularly nefarious if i'm responsible for taking care of children i would want to make sure i had the money you know if britney spears was the mom and you know she's got millions of dollars those kids need um to be living a certain lifestyle and so i don't blame him necessarily yeah. for that i don't know if they're nefarious motives but my point is that will then, if that's true, then it's possible that you won't see him object to anything in the courtroom. However, good luck figuring that out. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and we have seen uh, Kevin Federline go after what was his. You'll yeah. remember it was maybe a year, maybe two years ago, that he was in court asking to have his parental, um, what is that called? His child support. Uh, increased and to like astronomical figures to us. Yeah. But to your point, if you consider that the mother of those children is Britney Spears, yeah. then he is, you know, then he does get a piece of that. Yeah, exactly. That's just, those are his rights. Yeah. And so he was in there trying to get his hands dirty and exercising those rights. And it does make me, I mean, there is so much going on in the dynamics of this 
Lots I don't know that we will ever know everything, but we know enough to create some thoughts and opinions. And I also think it depends on where you fall. You know, what's interesting is that we talk about we're talking about the story about Britney Spears and her conservatorship. There's a lot of moving parts. It's a complicated story. I mean, it's titillating on one hand. It's our favorite things. It's, you know, celebrity, pop culture, drama, blah, 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 music, um, family dynamics, all that stuff. But I, you know, I think about that in the context of, or at the same time, I've been thinking a lot about this Harvey Weinstein book, she said, yeah. and how there are a lot of moving parts in that story. Today, there was a, a podcast on uh, the, the New York Times, did a podcast about Lisa Bloom and her role in the Me Too movement. Um, and with Harvey Weinstein specifically. And I think to myself in that particular story that it depends on where you are yeah. in that story, how you see what's going on. And so I don't know that anything is necessarily or there are a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Like, I think you can sit in different places on the Britney Spears story and think like, oh, my God, she's being, you know, controlled or oh, my gosh, um, I mean, whatever it is, there are and, a multitude of options. And many of them can be going on simultaneously. Yeah. And that's the part that'll blow your mind. Listen, that's what we do for you on the Colleen and Bradley show. We take you deep in the shallow. And uh, we are going to keep our eye on what's going on with Britney Spears throughout the day. Uh, as Bradley said, she's meant to be in court at some point today for a hearing around the conservatorship. We'll keep our eye on it. Can I just leave you with yeah. um, the sources are telling TMZ that there will be quote major surprises in court. So oh, stay I, tuned. I hope that they will be made public. This, I, I, I cannot even handle myself today. Yeah. We'll Elizabeth Reese peeled. is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. We're going to have our eyes on Britney Spears. Don't worry after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. On the phone today, Carly. We've got Betsy on the line. And what is Betsy playing for? Betsy is playing for one of these. A pair of Fandango movie passes for The Goldfinch, starring Ansel Elgort and Nicole Kidman, now playing in theaters. Awesome. Thank you, Nikki. Are you ready, Betsy? Hello, Betsy. Hello. All right, Betsy. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Miley Cyrus... Ariana Grande and Lana Del Rey teamed up to record a song for what new reboot? Charlie's Angels. Which boy band includes member Nick Carter? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. 
They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Backstreet Boys. Barbara Park was the author of what children's book series? Uh, Pass. The TV show Riverdale is based off what comic book series? Archie. Courtney Cox starred in what 90s hit TV show? Friends. Barbara Park was the author of what children's book series? Oh, I have no idea. I've never even heard the name. Um, not, uh, not May, but... Junie Jones. Yeah! Congratulations, Betsy! Wow, Betsy I just, pulled that out of your I, rear. Oh, thank you. Well, my daughter read them, but I guess I never looked at the author. So there you thank go. You, yeah, well, I mean, you took the hint quite well. Betsy, congratulations. Stay right where you are. We're going to make sure we get all your information so we can send those tickets off to you. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. That was fun. That was super I awesome. I that happened. All right. That was so great. And now that we've finished that mission, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that today Bradley has brought for Donna and me in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. And these blind items, as always, are brought to you by our friend Enti Lawyer, who runs a website called CrazyDaysNights.net. These blind items are just juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. And here to help today, Donna and Colleen. Okay. Hi. We're ready. Okay. Are you guys ready? I, mean, I am. I don't know about this girl. Yeah, I'll try. Some right. of these blind items are confirmed. Some are not. This one is not. So we'll take uh, the majority of names mentioned in the comments. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Another one gone. Each person who has accused the disgraced actor or provided information seemingly finds themselves dead. Oh, my God. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Ding, ding, ding. Because OMG, y'all. Uh, first of all, that. Yeah. Second of all, uh, this we were talking about this this morning. This is like the second one. Okay, fill in the blank. Let's talk. Let's talk. And then let's talk. So it turns out that the massage therapist who sued Kevin Spacey for sexual assault has died. Now, the lawyers for Spacey filed a notice of statement noting the plaintiff's death, death in this federal case yesterday they said they were informed on september 11th that the monsieur had recently passed okay so was there who there was another person yep so we had talked about this um very briefly there was a woman who had accused him of some stuff and she got hit by a car <gasps> oh my right gosh, isn't that what like happened a movie it's like an episode of House of Cards. Yes, I'm trying, like literally. I'm trying to find the. It's hard now because all of the, you know, all of the um, uh, stories dealing with dead Kevin Spacey accuser are erased from are the, the internet. Well, are the new ones? Are the new ones? Yeah. So everybody's yeah. focused on the new one. But there, that one was a little. That was that was a weird, shady story, and it was a woman who called him out. Like years ago. Her name is Linda Culkin. Oh, yeah. And uh, she died after being struck by a vehicle. Oh, my God. Uh, she was struck by a Toyota vehicle. That's a weird detail. Uh, after she stepped into a busy intersection, she was taken to Boston Medical Center. Um, so, the sto- as the story goes, she had uh, reportedly, um, she reportedly began stalking, cyber stalking Kevin Spacey in 2009. After one of her patients... Ah, had accused Kevin Spacey of attacking him. Then she was arrested in 2012 for stalking him. Interesting. And she had been ordered by a judge to pay $124,000 to compensate him uh, for the bodyguards that he had to hire during that two-year stretch when she was 
allegedly harassing him. Uh, the charges were mailing, threatening communication, sending false information regarding explosives, etc. A kind of strange behavior for a therapist. Which is so bizarre. It's really bizarre. But it's- her cousin said Linda was one of the first to accuse Kevin Spacey of attacking young men. And I find it very odd that you don't hear anymore about her accident or about the person who hit her. Now, the story most recently, the one that we're talking about today, is kind of crazy because we don't know who the person is. Because unlike most of these cases, um, the court actually right. allowed the the plaintiff or the yeah, the plaintiff right? to be anonymous, the, the victim to remain anonymous. So we don't know the name and we don't have further details. Presumably we will at some point, but nonetheless, it's oh my gosh, crazy it'll be, shady. It'll be interesting to see how exactly this person died. Yeah, sure. Like, well, and uh, it, I mean, it sends a message like it's almost you get this feeling of like somebody sending a message back like, off. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Okay. Straight out of a TV. Yes, please. Let's do another blind item. Mm, Another one from crazydaysnights.net. You guess the names of this juicy bit of gossip. The best friend of the permanent A list celebrity was, of course, on board to be the conduit for the disgraced producer's story to get out. I mean, the A lister and the producer go way back. Is this going to bring us back to yesterday's? Mm, um, okay, wait. A++ Lister was the conduit to get the disgraced producer's story out. Or the best friend the of, best this, friend of this. Yes. Okay, so here's what I immediately think. Is is it Oprah and Gail, and Gail King? That's yes! what I was thinking, too! Yeah. Yay! We did it! We did it! Did it! You did it! First. Who's the disgraced produ- producer? Oh, well, yeah. F- is it Harvey Weinstein? Ding, ding, okay. ding. Uh-huh. Ding. But we need to figure this out, Okay, what they're really trying to say. So, Gail King was, of course, on board to be the conduit for Harvey Weinstein's story to get out. I mean, Oprah and and Harvey Weinstein go way back. So, Mm -hmm. what I'm curious about is, is that referring to something from back in 2017? Or is this referring to, like, oh, oh, Is this from the book? Oh, oh! Hold on. Hold on. Okay. okay. Uh, we, what you didn't see uh, in listener land behind the radio was Bradley Trainer yeah. uh, noticing ah! like synapses firing. Is it from the book? Headline. No. Okay. Weinstein's attorney. So my D bag today oh! gave me this clue. Weinstein's attorney says his whole life has been ruined. He never gets to be Harvey Weinstein again. And where did we learn that? In an interview with CBS News, Gail King, that was released on Tuesday. Oh. Harvey Weinstein's attorney, Donna Rotuno, said she believes no matter the outcome of the pending criminal case against Weinstein, he will pay the biggest price there is. So, and I reference back to the blind item, of course Gail King got yeah. that interview to to paint a picture about poor Harvey Weinstein because Harvey and Oprah go way back. Okay, this that just That's serves disturbing. to aggravate me so much because, well, we're not even talking about it. We'll talk about it later. So, we are, okay. So, wait, are <laughs> well, we just, just saying that Oprah was yeah. basically, uh, it's good cop, bad cop because Oprah is trying to protect Harvey Weinstein? Or just that she, because of her connection with him, wants nothing to do with that. Like Gail got, pick up. got Gail the interview. 
Got it. Because, you know, Gail, I mean, she's doing her. This is the year of Gail. Yeah, it is. And so for Gail to get another great interview, like like the R. Kelly Kelly one. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So she clearly is helping pull some strings. Yeah. Pull strings for Harvey Weinstein. so many things to say. That's gross. That is disgusting. And I also, I I just want to say this briefly, and then we need to move on to another blind item very quickly. Yeah. But... I wish that this line of uh, this BS that people are spitting out about perpetrators not getting to be who, who they, they once are. were again. Yeah. I don't That's what care. We call I life. feel zero sympathy, none whatsoever. I at all. The, the, the victims' lives don't get to be the same. No. So. They, and they, guess what? They almost didn't get to be the same in total silence. Yeah. So I don't care sorry i'm Go glad on. you have feelings another blind item talk awesome. about them later in the show yes. but right now i've got one more blind item for you Yay! to do oh this one's good hi speaking of spin never forget that the foreign born a minus list triple threat with the franchise who's currently Ooh. doing that triple part of the repertoire is uh-huh. closeted and his boyfriend is a publicist Ooh. so when you hear crazy stories just have that thought in the back of your head it's not Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. okay. Which is unusual for him to say who it's not, but anyway. When okay. you say triple threat, does that mean they're in... Does that mean TV movie stage? Or, or yes. does that mean... Okay, TV yeah. movie stage. Okay. Oh, yeah. And in fact, yes, that that should be more obvious. Because of recent events, you should... Those words should mean something to you. Okay. Okay, those so three words it's foreign-born... Foreign born. born. How many? What's the triple threat? Closeted. A minus list triple threat with a franchise. You know him from the franchise. You also know some of his other triple threatness, um, including but not limited to stage. Okay. Okay. Hint, hint, hint. 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 Stage. Okay. Got it. Stage. Is not Benedict Cumberbatch. Is it Hugh Jackman? No, that was my guess too. Is it Tom? Is it Tom Hiddleston? Why why should that ring a bell today? Okay, because yesterday did you read the story? I think I heard I got wind of something. Well, so uh, somebody else. I, Lori and Julia's uh, about the gal in the audience at his stage show who was pleasuring herself. Yeah. Uh nope, didn't hear that one twice. Nope. Would have remembered that. So when Two you times. hear crazy stories, oh my just have that thought in the back of your head. Let me read the blind item. Uh, Speaking of spin, never forget that uh Tom Hiddleston is currently doing uh, Tom Hiddleston's on stage and is closeted and his boyfriend is a publicist. So when you hear crazy stories, just have that thought in the back of your head. Interesting. That one is a creative one, too. Also, how do we know this is true? Because Uh, NT Lawyer is always right. But also, like, he dated the biggest beard of them all. Oh, Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. true that. Oh, so do you think Taylor is in on all this she's stuff? She's a I'll professional be beard. beard. She's a professional. But she's beard. very involved in in the you know bearding LB of t- yes, yes in that community. And yes, yeah. Joe Alwyn, hello. Hello. Oh, come on. You guys. Stop it. Donna, come uh, over to reality. It's so more It's more fun over here. Okay, okay we got to run. You. But Good thank job, you so Donna. much, Donna. Thanks, hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are so excited to invite a brand new musician uh, who is, well, he's not actually a brand new musician. He is brand new to our show, brand new to our show. He's been doing music for quite some time and he's got an exciting new album out. We are going to be speaking with Cade Bittner after this on My Talk 107.1. Don't let me-
You guys, we are so excited to have this guest who comes, by the way, highly recommended uh, by our very good friend Kat Perkins on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, musician. Cade Bittner is here with us. Welcome to the show. Oh, we're going to grab your mic. We're gonna, hold on. I'm going to grab it for you. Uh, you got it. There you Buttons. go. Technology. And we're live. And we're live. We're doing it. Welcome to the hey, show, Kate. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we um, first, well, I've heard your name before, but obviously, yeah. however, all good things, I promise. Okay. But but we um, were introduced through our good friend, Kat Perkins, mm-hmm. who I believe is kind of like your fairy godmother a She's little bit. She's my glitter fairy world. godmother. Yeah. She is. How did you guys hook up? We met, um, we actually met at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Gala. I was handing over my crown and sash, and oh. she was performing. Forming that evening. Oh, how perfect. And we, we had always known about each other, but we hadn't met and we were always wanting to meet. And we were, you know, DMing and Instagramming and Twittering. And we finally met and I was like, I like you. And she's like, I right, like you. Yeah. Let's yeah. be friends. Boom. And that works. And that's how and things happen. Yeah. yeah. And she's so, I mean, she's so generous. When I was launching this album, she's like, what do you need? What can I do? And I'm like, I barely know you. Like, I, I need everything. I need help. I need press contacts and help. And my publicist in LA was like, no one's responding. I'm like, no, it's Minnesota. They need like... Local yeah. grown. Yeah, and that's what works. Yeah. And uh, you say the word Cat Perkins, and then she said Kate Bittner, and I was like, we're doing it. What's yeah. happening? And the reason you're here is because of this album. Let's talk about your new album. Hey, um, yeah, it's I just can't, it launched a week ago from this past Tuesday. It's called I've Gotta Be Me, and um, it's a jazz album. It debuted at number five on the iTunes this is jazz huge. charts. Awesome. Unbelievable. I was telling, uh, I was on the Jason show this morning, and I was telling him the only charts I've ever been on were my doctor's office. There like, you go. Literally, I'm not kidding. Like, uh, independent artists who don't have record labels don't usually chart, and so it was a really big surprise all morning I was watching, and someone said, I think you're on the iTunes charts, and I said, I am. And I, I looked and I was searching and it was like 38, 36, climbing, climbing. And all of a sudden I was five and I'm like, screenshot, I've got to screenshot it. Yeah. Case it goes to keep down it forever. And, and Tattoo it, it on my body. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a, it's a jazz album. It's, it's, um, Songs from the Great American Songbook. So it's My Funny Valentine, L-O-V-E, I've Gotta Be Me. And that's what's fun about it is all the songs are songs that people know and are familiar with. Yes. And so, you know, all done with your personal flavor. And so it's something that people can engage in and will be familiar, but they'll get to know you through them. Yeah. I, I say it's like... Um, the perfect dinner party mix. Like, that's what I wanted to record. I wanted you, you to be able to put it on when you had dinner party, have cocktails, have conversation, have appetizers, where you didn't have to, like, sit and really focus to listen to it. Yeah. You could just, like, have it on in the background, and it's easy. It just makes you feel good. And familiar. So, Kate, this is not your first album, right? No. And um, But the special thing, or one of the cool things about this album is... Um, th- Proceeds are going to benefit a really cool organization, which I also have been involved with. They, oh, cool. And I don't know if you do the climb every year because I'm don't. like, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen you, but you should do the climb for LLS. So part of the proceeds of this album are going to benefit uh, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Tell us about how you got connected with them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Leuke- I work really close um, with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I was nominated for Man of the Year in 2018. Um, and for people who don't know what that is, that's basically their annual gala. Um, they nominate men and women to raise money over the course of 10 weeks and the man and woman who raises the most amount of money is named man and woman of the year. That's and so, so great. I ended up raising nearly $200,000. That's insane. Was named 
It's insane. Um, I was named the 2018 Man of the Year, and I have just, I really found a home. Uh, they do some really important work. I really feel like if we are going to find uh, a cure for cancer, it's going to come from the research they do. They really put dollars to uh, research mm-hmm. and right into that blood cancer yeah. research, which I think a lot of, can- I know a lot of cancers start and, and manifest from. So, so yeah, all of the album proceeds will go to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the Minnesota chapter. I um, love that. Okay, so I just have to just honor this. First of all, you raised nearly $200,000 dollars for them and you still continue to do that and that is such a testament to who they are as an organization and like just the relationship that you've built with them hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But then I also have to go back and ask, how the heck did you raise almost $200,000 yeah. in 10 yeah. weeks? That's it's amazing. crazy, right? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I, I actually took, I put this, this album on hold for a year, and um, I took an entire year to dedicate to it because I don't do anything without doing it like 110 yeah, percent right it's not I was like, done until it's over done right and if yeah. i'm doing this i'm winning no so um, <laughs> i built a team and i spent a year kind of um brainstorming and strategically kind of mapping out what those 10 weeks would look like and i mean there was just a lot of generous people that came out and supported um our cause and our initiative and our goals and we dreamed big and you know we i, I had a goal of a hundred thousand dollars because i wanted to name two research grants for every fifty thousand you raise you get to name a research grant in honor of somebody and i had two people i wanted to name um and so we got to name three and change i love it thank you i absolutely love it well, so the, go ahead i was just going to say the biggest i think the biggest thing our audience wants to hear right now is where they're where they're going to be able to hear your album exactly. and or get your album immediately sure um so my out my physical cds and vinyl i did a vinyl because vinyls you know it's the, hot the big hot thing are all available at cadebittner.com and then digitally it's on all music streaming services Perfect. itunes spotify etc so uh, you should definitely everybody plan a dinner party mm-hmm. and then get your album mm-hmm. and then put it to the test. Put it to the test. Put it out there. For a good everybody cause. will love it and all for a good cause. And that's the thing that I love is that that you, when people buy this album, they can know that money is going to fund a really amazing uh, nonprofit organization that's Absolutely. helping a lot of people. Yeah, Cade, we are so glad that you came in. We're Thank so happy you. that we have a new friend of the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love your guys' show. Oh, I listen all the time. Well, yay. Well, good. What's your, um, just, you know, out of curiosity, like what's your particular pop culture area of expertise? TV, movies? I love reality shows. Okay, um, which one? Uh, I love The Bachelor and Bachelorette, okay. so I'm excited about Pilot Pete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, we have to say goodbye to you, but thank you for coming thank in. Thank you for having me. You are welcome back. Another time we'll have you back. Thank you. So you keep doing what you're doing, and we uh, will be right back on the Colleen and Bradley show with maybe some more news on Brittany, but maybe something Fingers else. Crossed. We'll let you know on My Talk 1071.